Double Feature presents Pick 6. The guys make a top 5 list and add one more. Road trips, war movies, more death scenes, and you know it, beer. Tell us your picks, guys. Well, okay. We'll tell you our picks. My pick is uh, another Newcastle. Mm, yes, mine's a Coors Light today. Here you go. I don't know if it picked that up. Probably <laughs> probably a little bit. Yours was much louder when please, you did Please it. stop throwing your trash around my house. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, like the lady said, this is a six-pack double feature. She we actually mentions the one that we're talking about. Uh, yes. More death scenes. This or our death pick, scenes 2.0. Pick six of death scenes 2.0, yeah. Um, we were talking uh, in the lobby earlier. <laughs> in, in the foyer. In the in the foyer again. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> I don't even. All right. I don't even know how it does it. It's so fucking infuriating. <laughs> it's good. It's, uh, it's done it every episode. Almost every episode. Yeah, so the closer we get to the end of these pick sixes, the more infuriating it gets. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, where are we again? It's pick six. Hey, death we're doing, scenes. yeah, that's it. Would it be 6.0? 2.0. 2.6. I don't know. I'm over I didn't download the update. Exactly. We'll find out. We were talking in the lobby earlier that we find it confusing, entertainingly confusing when we switch. Because, um, hey, spoiler, there's no coin toss. We just let Nathan go first because, and when we don't, it gets confusing. And it's it's funny. So <coughs> Nathan's going first this time because we don't want to be confused. We don't want to be just waiting for that music to kick back. It's, in you're more. not going to. I've muted the track. Yeah, that's good to know. So well, uh, then it shows that we're engaged because I get immediately involved in talking and forget that the outro music is coming. Yeah. What's your pick six? Uh, what's your six pick? Pick six. This is my death scene two point oh point six. <laughs> Hey, you want to go swim with your little fishes, miss? You go right ahead. Me? I'm opening this door, and I'm climbing out of here. The hell you are. Hey, I don't work for you anymore, okay? I don't have to take orders. That's enough now from all of you. You think water's fast? You should see ice. It moves like it has a mind. Like it knows it killed the world once. It got a taste for murder. When the avalanche came, it took us a week to climb out. And somewhere, we lost hope. Now, I don't know exactly when we turned on each other. I just know that seven of us survived the slide, and only five made it out. Now, we took an oath that I'm breaking now. Swore that we said it was the snow that killed the other two. But it wasn't. Nature can be lethal. But it doesn't hold a candle to man. Now you've seen how bad things can get and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore. We're going to pull together and we're going to find a way to get out of here. First, we're going to seal off this <laughs> I'm sorry, but 
I was sold on that movie when. <laughs> I, figured a, you hate, I figured you would hate that movie. I'm, I'm indifferent to the movie. I, love I the loved movie. it. The and more I've seen it lately, the less it it holds up personally. The, the less it pisses you off. Yeah. Because that movie, again, is for people that might not know from the quote Deep Blue Sea. Deep, or the death scene. It's Deep Blue Sea. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's almost 20 years old. So. Now, it's now, it's yeah. one of those. It's a Rennie Harlan movie. You love a Rennie Harlan movie now. That's you can't not. No, deny I, it. I, I love this movie. Did you like Cliffhanger? Because that's a Rennie Harlan. Movie. No, that movie was terrible. <laughs> what's great? What's underwater. great about that death scene is that the music takes an upward swing, and he's starting to like he's giving his little sermon right there on the yeah. mountain. And you're like, okay, they're going to get out of this. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you in a movie where you. Where I normally will expect where the where, like they're gonna get it. Sure, sure. I so was not expecting that. Right. It's so it's almost comical. Oh, it's, and it's that a whole movie. It's like almost like it is comical. But it was just like I did. Oh, they they. I bought it. Yep. <laughs> I bought right into. I'm gonna sit here and try to inspire you that you know what human is. Uh, <laughs> humans are the worst, other than these. You know, man, manufactured super sharks, sharks. with freaking laser beams attached yeah, to their exa- heads. Exactly, but uh, but every time I see this and and think of this ending, then I always think of uh, Dave Chappelle show, the Chappelle show, the Samuel L. Jackson beer, the beer. Yeah. The f- shark ate me. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I talk. Haven't you seen movies? Yes. And I really tried to get a clip for that, and I couldn't get it on YouTube. Really? They're all, like, edited weird, and, mm. like, there's, like, a Samuel Jackson, you know, mix where it has, like, a dance groove underneath, and I'm like, nope. That's dumb. That's, I can't do it. Uh, that's a good one. That's yes. I, as, as it was playing, I, I, I remember. Yes, I, I was like, yes, I hope they die, and I hope they burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I, I auditioned that for my list, because I haven't seen that movie in a while, but that felt freshly familiar. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the... I don't know when we turned on each other. But it tries to make ice like sound like shut You've up. Never seen ice. It's like he's trying he's to got a taste for murder. It's like he's a mix of Quint from Jaws and then Lawrence Fishburne's character from Event Horizon. God, no, that's a freaking movie. Yeah, that that movie's amazing. I love that movie. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about death scenes. Mm-hmm. And that was your number six. That was my number six. My number six is Major Kong or Slim Pickens in Doctor Strange Love. <laughs> I was thinking about that one. And he straps the straps <laughs> himself to the bomb yeah. and just rides Rodeo it down. Rodeo rides it down. Yeah. Just yes. it's like a final fuck you to society, you know? Like I mean, I know I'm going out and you're never you know, you'll never know, but just riding the riding the A bomb like a rodeo star, man. <laughs> that was originally supposed to be uh, Peter Sellers was supposed to play that role. As well as the cowboy, yeah, but he couldn't. He couldn't come three. up. He couldn't come up with three the, was enough. Well, he couldn't come up with a, a character, so he pretended to break his leg. Okay. Or hurt his leg, uh, and then they hired Slim Pickens, which is great. Well, that's good because that's the three iconic. is enough. Yeah, it almost would have felt this is really ridiculous. Rather he than have, him, he wouldn't have pulled the rodeo shit off no, like Slim Pickens. No, no, not at all. And that's just I remember seeing that as a kid and going, I didn't get it. Like, what the hell is he? You know. Because they couldn't release it, right? Is that yeah? The, he like, had to kind of like kick it out, yeah, and so he was ride like, it down. Screw it, I gotta go. I might as well go, go, go with a smile, you know. <laughs> so Slim Pickens, Major Kong, riding the atomic bomb, like a rodeo, a rodeo cowboy down to whoever they're probably the Russians they were bombing. That's my number six. Um, what's your number five? My number five is Nikki and Dominic Santoro get beaten to death with bats and buried alive you know what? in the desert. F- you, that's my number four. 
my God. Well, let's re let's address it because <laughs> that is That's, the most disturbing one of the most disturbing uh, murder scenes, murder yeah. death scenes murder like, death kill re- scenes. <laughs> is that really murder death kill? Yeah. Is that really? Them that's getting dirt thrown on them, or is that a prosthetic? Thing? I, it looks like a prosthetic, but, but it's God, it's a re, it's a creepy, like almost <sighs> realistic. That's what sells yes. it. That's what the sells last it. breath and kind of aroma. The, the tink tink of the bats hitting them. Oh, the other all the aluminum. Yeah, because yeah. you wouldn't get that if they were if they were wooden, no. and so that added sound effect. Scorsese is sick in the head, man. Yeah, Ugh. I mean, Nikki was a horrible person, but you know, I'm not even. If I could have stooped to the level of how they got rid of him and his brother in that movie. I thought it was Tommy. I thought his name was Tommy. Tommy is what his name was in Goodfellas. Okay. Nikki is what his name was in Casino. Okay. Shut Dumb, up. Dumbass. You shut up. <laughs> it's just... It, uh, Pesci plays that guy really well. And I, and if you if you've watched it recently... Which I did, and, uh, and it made me almost sick to my stomach it, and squeamish yes. because of how disturbing that scene is. Um, you can tell that after he gets cracked, that there's a jump cut, mm-hmm. and it's just him getting drugged into the dirt hole. Because I'm sure that they shot about seven more minutes, <laughs> and I'm sure the MPA went, no, man, this Marty, is not... Marty, what, what are you doing? Come on. You're killing me over here. Yeah, Come on. Exactly. So that that's my number five. That's And that was your four? <laughs> that was my number four. That's Because he's not only just the brutality of it, but he's he's begging the hitman. He's like, come on, he's still alive. Just shoot him in the head. Don't bury him alive. You yeah. know, Do him one last favor. And they're like, no. That just adds another sick layer to it and i don't mean sick in like the way like oh sick move i mean i like fucked in the head is what i mean it was it was disgustingly sick yeah yes and it's effective oh it's it moves you because you instant like because you're like you know what he is a bastard but he he maybe don't even know if he deserved that yeah yeah so yeah that's a good number five because i chose it as my number four (laughs) you prick (laughs) uh my number five uh, is an accidental repeat because a list we wrote earlier uh, was augmented and changed. Um, and this is our show, so I'm going to repeat. I try so not to call it an audible and then I'm, chose to not call the audible and I'm, went with a play a- <laughs> that you play were, action yeah. fake. Yeah. <laughs> so my number five death scene is Ellen Ripley. We talked about it in the uh, potpourri episode, but they're you know the guy that they they model Bishop after. They, it's always the the Whalen Corporation has been doing this. Mm-hmm. And she's figured it out, and he shows up because it's a face that she would recognize, and tries to talk her out of killing herself because she's going to die regardless. Right. But they don't want her killing the xenomorph, right? Um, and I'll but, show you. Yeah. So she she takes herself for the for the, the lava uh, waterfall into death. Yes. <laughs> or well, not lava, but it's steel. steel, steel or, or lead. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lead works is what it is. Um, <clears throat> holding the little. Xenomorph on its way down to die. Yep. But that's just... I think Sigourney Weaver agreed to do the movie if they would kill Ripley. And then apparently she agreed to take a paycheck to do the resurrection. Money's a hell of a drug, man. Not four years later. Five years later. Not even five years later. It was 97, 98. Yeah, so like four years later. It was, I think it was... Yeah, ninety seven. Which so. I don't hate Alien Resurrection. No, but it's just But it cheapens it, it cheapens uh, the character. It cheapens the 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 first three in many ways because you can really tell it kind of feels like it's a paycheck. Oh it's yeah. So Ellen Ripley killing herself and the baby xenomorph in Alien Three is my number five. What is your number four? My number four is the box the bot <laughs> the botched execution of uh 
Edward Del Delacroix in oh, The Green Mile. That's a good one. <sighs> when you sit down and watch The Green Mile where well, all of the inmates are on death row. I want to stop you real quick. It wasn't botched. It was botched. Percy did it well, on purpose. Well, he did it on purpose, but everyone else initially think, I don't know, maybe it is botched is the wrong word, but it's It's still, a goof. It's, 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 it's a shit show. Okay, it's, anyway. It's intentional, but initially, but it's just, uh, yeah, that, it's just bad. And, you know, you could pick more than one death scene from that movie being pretty influential and uh, yes. and uh, memorable, you know, because John Coffey's death is, you know, just as poignant, but it's it's sad. That's the one will make you cry because he's just ready. Quit talking about my number one, you fuck, <laughs> you prick bastard. <laughs> yes, John Coffey's my number one. Oh no! <laughs> All right, well that's not my number one. Yeah. So, so talk about Michael Jeter getting Look, killed instead of <laughs> yeah, Michael Jeter getting getting killed is horrible. And I remember reading the book, and I just remembered how King wrote it. Is, I'll bet the was, book is so much better. It's just as good. In my okay. opinion, that movie is that I think, Frank is that Frank Darabont too. Yeah, he does okay. a good job of adapting his material. He's so he's big on doing Stephen King prison movies. Then. Apparently, yeah, just two. But he has such a knack for writing such wonderfully evil villains. He does, you know, that you really hate and you hate Percy God, just you, as much you, as you hate Wild Bill. But Percy, you, no, you hate, hate you hate Percy. For me, I hate Percy more. I hate Percy more. Yeah, because, Wild Bill gets sort of a pass because he's just batshit crazy. Yeah. Percy's just a little. <laughs> he's just a little. Just a little piece of shit of a dude you know yeah and this this movie and a couple years prior of seeing dead man walking kind of changed my position on capital punishment really yeah wow especially dead man walking in this one a little bit as well but i'm totally for it now <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't get it that's a joke so that was your number four yeah that's my number four you stole my number four so what's your number three my number three is <laughs> from a movie that you don't like there's a lot of them. Doesn't Pick mean, one. Doesn't mean I didn't choose it. <laughs> it's uh, Captain Oliver uh, Queenan gets thrown off the building in The Departed. That is Martin Sheen's mm. character. Uh, Queenan is one of the only only two cops that know Billy's real identity. And so when he pays the ultimate sacrifice by getting thrown off the roof rather than exposing the undercover operation, oh, it, to me it's heartbreaking, but it's also really graphic because... His when his body hits the pavement right in front of Billy and it just kind of splatters. You don't see it hit the ground, but it falls. Excuse me, it falls right in the foreground of him and stuff comes up and hits him yeah. in the face. Yeah, What's and a, it's just like Ugh. it's a couple of things. It's the implication that now there's only one other person that can save your ass. Yeah, you know, because the other one saved your ass by sacrificing yeah. his ass. Well, yeah, and everything else. I don't know. I just, I just didn't. I mean. I'm with you. That's a great. That's a great scene. Yeah, um, I just didn't. I just didn't care for the movie. Sorry, right. I, I, I like my Scorsese mobster movies. Uh, in not the, Irish. Not Irish. I like <laughs> not, not in Boston. Not in Boston and not Irish. All right. So that's your number three. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three is a movie. Is a death scene in a movie that we've talked about. Um, however, uh, and it's also the second. Um, there's a lot of connections uh, here. Uh, it's the death of the T-100 in Terminator 2, as he sort of sacrifices himself. Into, oh, that's a the, good one. To the lava pit. Okay. 
Because, you know, you spent, yeah, the thumb sinking down. Like catching on fire, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, but then it cuts to his, he's still, he's still intact. Oh, yeah. And then it, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's sort of, what else are you going to do with it? Sort of a poignancy mm-hmm. to it. Because you spend the first, you spend half of the 80s in the first couple years of the 90s, like, you're afraid of this guy. Right. And, now, and then. And now you're not, like, within the first time of seeing the movie. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah, it, it turns you around you're like, wait, instantly. like, what? And yeah. you, like, you, you gotta, you care about him. Yeah. Which, which I think is why Terminator Genesis is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen that? Yes. God, it's a good movie. Yeah, did we, you like it? Yeah, we like, yeah, we talked about that before. I, we I thought we that did, one. but yeah. um, it kind of expounds on that. But it, it. There's a weight to it because it's the old, like you know he waits around for thirty years or whatever it is or yeah. forty years or yeah it's but in the in Terminator Two John's mom can't really protect him from anything no not I mean hell even the the T one hundred can't but it's like the only person the only thing that can protect John is now gone which they think they're doing it because they're destroying the last bit of evidence but I know there's some weight to it and. Yeah, just <laughs> like you said, going down with the thumbs up, and it's the last thing you see. It's a great effect. It catches on fire. Yeah, the the self-sacrifice of the T-100 in Terminator 2. That's my number three. What is your number two? My number two is Vito Corleone, who dies in the orchard. I thought about doing with that With his one. grandson. Yeah, I thought about doing in that. In the one. original Godfather. It's so... <laughs> You you wouldn't you wouldn't expect this is how Vito's going to die, nope. especially you think he may die. You when, expect uh, he's going to die I... after he gets shot in the street while fucking Fredo is fucking around looking at whatever the fucking Fredo, fucking Fredo. That's going to be a lot of honks in there. <laughs> yeah. Are you still mad at Fredo? Yes, Fredo. Anyway, no, but it, Don you, Vito, you, you wouldn't expect the Don to go out. Like that, especially you know, being the Godfather. That right. you know, and it, it's so it's very authentic. You know, he just he's playing in the orchard with his with his grandson. He first scares his grandson almost half to death by putting the orange peel in his mouth. This stupid and, kid, uh, you know, and he's uh, it's just so great. But then it's just like I'm just gonna run around. and He's gonna chase me with a little bug sprayer that probably would have given you know cancer. Cancer. <laughs> Oh man, let me and then it DDT just he and... falls over and his grandson doesn't know it, you yeah. know, because he's just three or whatever. Yeah. And it, his death is almost poetic, you know. That it is, you know, and it's it's sad, but it it's it works for his character, especially when you see, especially when you see like part two and how much he does for his family coming yeah. to America. And I almost went with Don Ciccio, not John Don Ciccio. Um, the, yeah, uh, I think it, uh, is that Don Ciccio when he rips the knife up him? No, I think Ciccio is the one that gets shot in the yeah. face. That's, that's an awesome scene. That's a good death that, scene. Yeah. Too. That's a good death scene too. That no, one where he great. goes back to Sicily yeah. and yeah, that's, that's a good one. They're both two, they're both two pricks that deserve it and yep. get it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> get it from Vito. So what's your number two? My number two is probably not going to be a surprise, but it's uh, Darth Vader. Not so much when he... <laughs> not so much here. What, you don't really... <laughs> <laughs> right here. You don't really see Darth Vader die, and it's not so much his death, but it's like uh, Luke burning him on the pyre is more kind of what I'm thinking. 
because he's so he's such a big imposing badass force right. and he he doesn't die a coward's death at all but he dies like kind of like the, kind of a mirror image of the godfather he dies all wilted and not like you'd expect you expect him to kind of die in a lightsaber thing or a tie fighter getting blown up instead or something, he he's already he suffo- kind of been knocked he kind of suffocates almost well yeah he's been knocked He's been knocked around and almost he's been beaten by his son and then what little yeah, and then what little bit of life he has left, he almost gives all of it away by throwing the Emperor down the chute of Yeah, don't get me wrong, it's not death. There's a never ending it, space. It, it tried to be poetic. I don't yes. I don't I don't think it poetic at all, but I see what how you could maybe think that, but it's more the like he brought a, balance to the force. Well, he did bring balance to the force. As a kid, it was like, wow, like because it's kind of like um, I said with the Terminator, you spend a big chunk of your childhood being scared of this guy and thinking, how can you do away with him, get rid of him? How can you beat him? How can you, you know? And he kind of, kind of beat himself, you mm-hmm. know. Um, There's still good in you, and <laughs> I can feel it. It's a little stilted. <laughs> But then when you see him burning on the pyre, you're like, whoa, that's, I didn't expect that as a kid. Darth Vader is a Viking. That's that's an interesting image that they did yes, choose Yes, very much so. Because you when you see the smoke kind of coming out of the mask. That's what always yeah. kind of did it for me. So, yeah, kind of, yeah, just, just the death of Darth Vader in general, mm-hmm. which is, as a cynical adult, that's where they should have stopped. That's my number two. Speaking of Star Wars, since we already know what your number one is, uh-huh. I'll tell you what my number one is. What's that? Han Solo. Oh. The Force Awakens. That's uh, what I wrote down here. It's like, I'm a grown man who's in touch with his feelings. Mm-hmm. You know? Not Same. once did I think that a Star Wars film could make me cry in any way. And then unexpectedly, un- unexpectedly, I'm uncontrollably sobbing in the theater <laughs> as Kylo Ren runs his father through with his lightsaber. Well, right for the story, I hated every minute of it. Not because Han Solo died as much as I had no idea how emotionally connected I was to Han Solo until he died. Yeah. Until he was killed by his emo son. (laughs) As I wrote down here, Han Solo dies at the hands of his emo son. (laughs) Oh, I was like, I'm like, what am I? I can't. I could. I'm like, what am I? What is this this moisture coming from my eyes? (laughs) (laughs) But man, I'm like, I'm in the theater watching this with my wife, and and we're both we're both like crying. And then we went and take her mom to go see it like a week or two later. Yeah, yeah. And it still hit me just. It's just like getting punched in a bruise already. Ow! I it didn't hurt as bad, but it it still hurt. So here's what. Oh, so I don't. I I hate when people when people do like the extended universe stuff and they bring it in, but in the extended universe, Chewbacca dies at some point. Oh yeah, by one of the sky one of the solo kids. I thought because you know he brought a little bit. That of was extended. bad enough. I would think that'd be bad. I thought that's what was going to happen, and I was prepared for Chewie to die. So when Han died, it still it still hit me, but I was sort of you sh- were so kind of in shock. That- once he once he got on that bridge, I was like, "Oh, Han's about to die." Okay, at least it's not Chewie. I'm okay. I, I'm I'm oddly better with this than I am with Chewie dying, um, because it's, it's like you said, it serves the story. It serves the story right. It's just unfortunate. I just like I said, I just had no idea how emotionally connected I was to a specific character. I know I, I did the same thing. I, I, I immediately came home and I had, I've got like a Star Wars um, illustrated encyclopedic history or whatever, mm-hmm. and in one of those folders in the front of the book, it's got like not a lot of pullouts, but it had uh, 
in the front of the book it had like a eight by ten of Han Solo like um when they're in that that creature on the thing with the Minoc. Right. So he's got that breathing apparatus on, but he's at, it's like a, pro, a publicity photo, but he's standing at the bottom of the gangplank of the Falcon, and it's just like a cool shot. I took it out of the book, and I put it on display in the house sort of as like a little... Homage. A little... A little uh, you, tribute. A, uh, tribute <laughs> yeah. a shrine, because that was... That one, that one, that's a good one. That one yeah. got me. I, I was writing them out, and I may have had something down before for my number one. That may have been Vito initially. Sure. And then I wasn't coming across, I wasn't like researching movie death, character deaths, whatever. I wasn't doing that. And I was just, I sat there and suddenly just it popped in my head. I'm like, oh, that's number one. Yeah. That's unfortunately, unfortunately, that's number one because it hit me on such an emotional level. Sure. Yeah. As that's a 40, that's a good number one. I can't. 40, late 30s and 40 year olds cry about Han Solo's death. White fanboy problems man <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you took my john coffee kind of so that's my number one and i couldn't top han solo anyway that was a good number one john coffee is a good one though so i just i had no but idea so, so, was... john coffee's good because he's like the death of innocence yeah absolutely and he again a lot of mine on here is self-sacrifice um because he's a tortured, holy shit he, all, all except the good he's fellas. a tortured soul yeah all except you mean the good cas- you mean casino casino yeah um asshole <laughs> Clearly, I'd had a few when I wrote this. Yeah, all of these are like quasi suicide or self sacrifice. So I need to focus on that, maybe, <laughs> or not focus on that. Whatever. Uh, I'm fine. Um, I'm okay. So that's our that's our pick six death scenes 2.0. I feel like we could at least do another. Yeah, it'll be a little while, but I think we could do a three, or at least a three. At least three. Maybe skip. Maybe skip. Maybe, Maybe skip, skip a season and yeah. go to three. Yeah. But uh, there you have it, kids. Um, we shall return next week with... I think our, our final... I believe our final episode for the Pick 6 season. If it's not, disregard this information. And, and uh, uh, enjoy your week. Have a good thing. Six Pack Double Feature is a Clopec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb. In Southeast Asia, we call this type of thing bad karma. <laughs>